station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. Seven minutes to go before 10 o'clock. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And a very warm welcome to this special program. My name is Tasneem Adams. Uh, and tonight we're going to chat about a really, really cool concept called the Great VOC Dialathon. It's the official launch of the special project that we've undertaken. Um, and, you know, just to start off, firstly, VOC has uh, obviously grown in leaps and bounds over the past two decades. And certainly as the first uh, Muslim community radio station in South Africa, uh, VOC has uh, cemented itself as a, a very important medium in post-apartheid South Africa and has without a doubt become a household name. But what do we need, need to do to actually take it to uh, into the next era and take it to another level? So that is what we're going to be discussing tonight. Um, over the past few weeks, you know, you've heard a lot about uh, the uh, My Future VOC campaign and we've, uh, you know, we started the Backer Buddy campaign and that was phase one of a special project uh, which VOC has undertaken to um, uh, sort of uh, progress the station in terms of its development and the key word here is of course digitization and that's what we're going to be unpacking uh, tonight as we speak about this initiative called the Great VOC Dialathon uh, in which we're going to be hopefully raising a substantial amount of money for the development of uh, the radio station. Uh, tonight we're saying that essentially we want you the listener to be part of this journey uh, to invest in the station's development and to join us as we take the station into the digital era. So let me first uh, welcome my guests in studio. I've got a packed house. Uh, we started first with uh, Uncle Amin Samodi, the chairperson of VOC's Board of Management, uh, but Ahmad Davids, the vice chairman of the um, Jacob, sorry, I always get that wrong, uh, vice chairman of the Board of Trust. Uh, we also have a season presenter, drive time presenter, Shafiq Morton, now in the fast lane for Ramadan. And uh, our legal eagle of of course, Ixan Higgins, the presenter of Legal Hour. A little bit later, we're going to get some of our veteran presenters on air as well, just to uh, talk about the station's uh, involvement over the past two decades from their uh, personal experiences. And hopefully, if we have time, we will be able to open the lines and hear from you, the listener, as well. Uh, first of all, uh, gentlemen, assalamu alaikum. Shukran so much for joining us. I'm sure you're all tired. I mean, you know, you come from Tarawih and now to come in studio, but uh, I appreciate you coming in. Shukran so much. Yeah, so I think, um, you know, as a starting point, maybe, uh, but I mean, we'll have to start with you first to talk about the My Future VOC campaign. Uh, So we started off, as I mentioned in my introduction, we started off with this crowdfunding campaign, uh, which was sort of a pilot project that we we tried out, which wasn't as successful as we'd hoped. I I think we can uh, concede to that. But certainly it was the first phase of a long-term project in which we um, are... Uh, s- hoping to see the development of the station. Now, the next aspect is, of course, the VOC, uh, the Great Dialathon. Um, first of all, why did we embark on the campaign? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. To all the VOC listeners, um, Tasneem, I think we have this notion when we talk about the VOC and the successes of the VOC of always looking backwards. We were successful for 23 years. We went well for 23 years. And very seldom do we look forward and plan for what we need in the future to sustain the radio station and to take it to the next level, basically. And um, we, as the Board of Trust and Board of Management, 
sat down with station management and we looked at what are the needs for us to take the radio station into the future. And this um, idea of just making over the studio was not going to work. We needed to get rid of the old and bring in the new. Um, we needed to take our analog system, which is really archaic at this point in time. Um, we're sitting with a system 15 years old, if not older, and um, as we know, technology grows in leaps and bounds. And um, we as a radio station, to remain relevant into the future, must adapt to the new technologies that's around us. And in terms of what we're planning, um, the first step obviously being just revamping our studios so that we are able to install the new technologies into the new studios. So um, as the VOC, in terms of the studio, we are looking at revamping the ground floor of the VOC building, just building a totally new studio within that section of the building, the ground floor, and then for us to then build in, fit in the new equipment into that particular part of the building. So we, what we're really looking at is not a revamping of a studio, but really a completely overall digitization of the radio technology that we have at the VOC. But Ahmed, if I can turn to you, what would be the uh, Board of Trust's role in this regard in, in terms of facilitating this process? Sukran, Tasneem, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Yes, uh, the, the, the role of the Board of Trust is this. We have given the mandate to the uh, station management, uh, to the Board of Management to uh, look at the, the My Future VOC uh, uh, campaign and in essence that the we are there to set the, 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 the policies and, and the rules on how the operations is being managed. Uh, but with this project, it is uh, a bigger project, uh, and the first phase of this project is to, as Armin has correctly stated, to see that the uh, the VOC um, equipment and the and the, the uh, studio is being uh, built. But it's also beyond that because this is only the first phase. And we're only going to talk tonight about the first phase of this um, uh, great dialathon project. And uh, if you like, I can I can take you to the costing of the of the um, first uh, phase of our uh, project. And and it, as it is that the 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 first phase of the project is the equipment, as Armin has alluded to, at uh, 1.5 million. Uh, the new studio at 600,000, the new reception and office area at 600,000, and plans and architecture this and, and, and all the structural drawings will cost 200,000. So the total of the first phase uh, costing is 2.9 million. Wow. And that is what uh, uh, it's going to cost us to revamp the studios and relocation of certain offices uh, to make uh, the studios also more user-friendly and also a, a very dynamic, uh, modern, uh, equipped uh, studio. And uh, if, you, if you look at it, Tasdeem, is that 2.9 million 
is, is a cost that we have derived to, and it, it can be even more than that, mm -hmm. depending exactly, uh, you know, what any, every construction finishes and that, that will cost of inflation uh, as well. Cost yeah. of inflation determine mm. what our end cost would be. However, we we're going to um, uh, launch this great uh, VOC dialathon, and 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 the rollout you will speak about. But our target for for this uh, uh, project is uh, five hundred thousand rand. Okay, so for this particular dialathon, we're hoping to raise uh, five hundred thousand rand on one night only. Uh, it, it culminates from now to that one night, and by that one night we want to uh, have reached that uh, 500,000. Okay, just just hold that thought. Uh, we need to take a 10 o'clock news. Okay, so we'll break for the 10 o'clock news, and when we come back, uh, we'll unpack more what the Great VOC Dialathon is all about. Stay tuned. Live from K Radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. 10 minutes after 10, Assalamu Alaikum and welcome back to this very special program in which we officially launched the Great VOC Dialathon. And before the break, uh, we were saying that uh, this is a special project in which we aim to raise funds for the building costs of our new studio, which is set to cost a whopping 2.9 million rands. And uh, we're going to speak more about the Dialathon concept. Um, and uh, perhaps, Buddha Amin, we can come to you again. Um, in terms of the Dialathon, why did we decide to host a Dialathon and how do you think it's going to work? Well, I think the, the concept of the Dialathon has really been thought through by Buddha Ahmad Jacobs, and maybe he is the correct person to be speaking about the Dialathon. Oh, okay. uh, Buddha Ahmad, don't you want to just uh, go to that one? Yes, you can, Buddha Amin. And I think that the, the Dialathon uh, concept was, was not only was born within the VOC uh, station, uh, but the input and participation from all the staff and all in the uh, board of trust board members and management members and we came up with this uh, with this dialathon concept and I think that um, uh, the person that was also very inspirational in in, in this concept was uh, also um, Zakira Sabira. Sabira, Sabira, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, Sabira um, really convinced us that this is a concept that will work. And also that, and, and there was another concept that we will latch on to, to the pledged line type of style, but we're not going to talk about that now. But uh, that is how the, the dialathon was born, and it's through a series of interaction and discussions uh, what yourself does name and what the other role players are, are on station level uh -huh. and hence the, we are here tonight to launch uh, the dialathon concept. Uh -huh. Alright, so we can speak more about the technicalities of how the dialathon is going to work um, <coughs> but let's talk more about the community radio sector and the importance of community radio and Shafiq, maybe I, if I can bring you in here um, <coughs> you know, we know that uh, community radio faces immense challenges and most of them are financial Financial. Um, you know, recently in, in the news and even on VOC, we covered the fact that 15 community radio stations in the country had been switched off by Centec uh, because they had been in debt to Centec for the signal distribution. Of course, uh, Centec provides the, uh, is a telecommunication service provider. Um, from your experience, community radio stations, 
What sort of sustainability challenges does the sector face in, in the, the current uh, climate that we're in? Yeah, I think the sustainability um, challenge is it's, it's purely financial. It's not in terms of creativity or energy or even expertise. And um, I think of, of all the stations, uh, Voice of the Cape is definitely in the top ten uh, when it has come to, to, to meeting all these challenges, but they are still challenges. And we have to meet them. And I think the, the, the brilliant idea of the Dialathon is that it's allowing the community, because this is a community station, to invest in something that is well worth it. Mm. And very, very quickly, I'm going to try to explain and show why community media is so important. In South Africa is one of the last countries in the world where we still have genuine freedom of speech. Mm. Our community, Muslim community, is one of the few communities in the world, the only community in the world that has a freedom of speech that we do. And um, the platform of Voice of the Cape is one of the only platforms I know that, can, that is, has been able to accommodate so many different voices on one platform. Mm. But the, the, the problem is that community media is an alternative voice. It's a voice of freedom and it's an independent voice in the media and that is a dying species. So we are in fact um, reviving the dinosaur in a sense, in the most positive sense. And very, very quickly um, if you look at the United States, um, in 1983 there were 50 companies controlling 90% of the media. 18 years later, six companies controlling 90% of the U.S. media, 300 million U.S. citizens, the value of it 3 trillion rand, 15 billionaires running it, and the six major corporations, Fox News Corp, Disney, ESPN, Viacom, MTV, Time Warner, CNN, CBS, General Electric, NBC, and News Corp, uh, Murdoch, also owning top newspapers in the US, Europe, and Australia. Same thing is happening in South Africa. We've got seven companies, including the SABC, controlling the media interests of 55 million people. Mm. So we're in a similar scenario. You've got ENTV, ENCA who are trying to fight uh, SABC. You've got Naspers, and here you've got uh, a, a monopoly of amazing proportions. Naspers own multi-choice MTN, Mnet, all apartheid-era deals that are on the table. Naspers have got one, a half a million browsers on News24. They own Media24. They own one cent in China. They've got 16 newspaper titles and about 30 magazines. Caxton Media, four newspapers, two websites, Prime Media, four radio stations, two news networks, Time Media Limited, Kahisa, 14 newspapers, two TV stations, nine online sites and six radio stations. And so it goes on and on. So essentially, Shafiq, you're saying that uh, by nature, community radio station sees the community taking ownership of the radio station. That's, and that is why it's so important as a platform. And yeah. it becomes a voice of that community. What's happening with the corporate media uh, monopoly that I'm explaining is that community voices get drowned out. Mm. The most successful media platforms are community. And I'll give you a very anecdotal example. There used to be a politician called Raj Banzi in Natal. Um, he had, the, he had the, the, the skin of an elephant and the sensitivity of a rhinoceros. <laughs> but um, he survived in politics and we asked him one day and we said, Raj, how come you survived? Because was, it was scandal after scandal. And he said, I get my media coverage from community media. Wow. This was about uh, 20 years ago. Mm. So 
community media has tremendous value. And in, in the context of the, today's world, Islamophobia, mm. Middle East scenario, um, stations like Voice of the Cape um, are a must in terms of community investment. Ihsan, mm. if I can bring you in here as well, I mean, you've been uh, you've been a long-time voice on, on VOC as well. And as a community activist, Shafiq mentioned an important point about, uh, you know, VOC being able to accommodate different voices and the importance of diversity. How do you see VOC in sort of unifying the community in that regard? Shukran, Tasneem, and Assalamu Alaikum again to the listeners. Yeah, it's quite a, an honor to be sitting here, you know, in studio tonight and being part of, of, of the team addressing the community on the importance of, um, of, of community radio station. Now, Voice of the Cape is not just a radio station, you know. It has become part of our lives, you know. When we walk into our house, first thing you think, or you get into your car, you put on the radio because you know if there's a problem in the community, Voice of the Cape will basically be able to, to, to give you the, the facts. You know, not the sensations, just the facts. And I think um, because it's been, it's part of the, 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 the DNA of our community, you know, for many, many years now. I mean, since day one, when Voice of the Cape switched on. Um, I th- you know, I think it unified our community in many ways. I mean, of course, radio and, and, and opinions, as Shafiq said, as, uh, as the ability to split communities. Oh. But I think we've pretty much, you know, um, for me, there's just two things, education and unity. Now, if the radio educates everybody, you know, people listen, you know, when there's a legal hour, when Shafiq is on, when Tasneem is on, with the burning issues and all that, people learn, you know, even if they know a little bit about something, but they've heard it on the radio, they, they spoke about that. So it gives you a little bit of a reference point. So, of course, it, take, it took us out of our slumber, our collective slumber, and we started listening. And when you listen, you learn. So there's the education aspect of it. Then, of course, the unity aspect. I mean, yesterday, there was an incident in Bukap, and today everybody's talking about it because VOC ran a whole series of, uh, of, of news bulletins, about interviews and things. People know what's happening. You know, they know what the, what the pains are of the community. Uh-huh. They can feel the pain. So if I look at it from an educational and, a, and from, a, from a, a unity point of view, I think, you know, it's for any person, you know, that's connected to this radio station, it's very, very valuable. Not only people that, that's, that's presenters and guests and regular guests and, and then the management board. I'm talking about the titty sitting at home. I'm talking about that Buddha that's sitting now on night shift and is listening to us. And... Um, we all must feel a sense of ownership, a collective ownership. And, and once we speak about collective ownership, we all need to be contributing to that collective ownership. So when Buddha Ahmad called me yesterday, in fact I was in Johannesburg at the time when you called, um, I was very excited to think, you know what, yeah, firstly we're going to have a new type of studio. You're gonna, it's going to be digitized, it's going to rank amongst the top studios in the world. And I mean, we obviously must strive for that, you know. So we can now proudly say that, you know, this is where we're going, this is where we're heading. And now we're saying to the community, listen, we would like everybody to feel that they are part of this thing. And therefore, even if it is that 20 cents or that 30 cents or 
two rand or ten rand. In fact, I made the comment earlier on today that if somebody actually puts 20 rand towards uh, this particular effort and their pension is 1,700 rand, then that 20 rand is a lot more valuable than somebody putting in 10,000 rand that earns 200,000 rand a month mm-hmm. because the 20 rand mm-hmm. is a lot more valuable to that person yeah. than the 10,000 rand for that particular person who has a lot of money in the bank. So therefore we want everybody, no matter how small, but you can say, you know, in 20 years from now, 30 years from now, or your grandchildren can say 100 years from now, saying, you know what, my granny or my grandfather contributed to the to the well-being of that radio station. And I think everybody must have a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, Shafiq, um, you know, this afternoon I remember we were speaking about uh, the fact that, you know, people no longer use conventional radio anymore. We now have the radio in the palm of our hand mm-hmm. in the form of the mobile phone. Uh, you know, sometimes we're sing- sitting at our PC, we're streaming, we're working at the same time, we're listening to radio conversations. Um, we also listen to radio on, on DSTV sometimes. And of course, um, we're now in the age of podcasting which is where you know we're able to listen back uh, to radio interviews that we've missed um why how do you see the involvement of radio in the digital era how important is uh, digitization uh it's absolutely critical in in fact uh, the radio platform um if you look at research is in fact far outstripping that of television um because radio is something you can carry around with you 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 can listen to the radio in a car watch tv when you're driving a car it's going to be a rather an uh, unhappy ending. Um, so th- the thing is that radio you, you can take with you, and with the mobile apps that we have nowadays, and the apps are getting smaller and smaller and more powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's amazing where people are picking up Voice of the Cape nowadays. Every presenter will tell you, I, I, somebody was listening to me in Siberia, somebody was listening to me in this part of the world, Canada, all over the place. Because, in fact, you're no longer confined to your traditional footprint the footprint mm-hmm. it's a worldwide footprint yeah absolutely and also what makes our digitization so important is that people are listening to us they're monitoring us not in the negative sense but they want to hear what we say and uh, an example is i was talking to one of our newspaper editors and he said shafik why you people keep on scooping us all the time mm. um it's the power of radio. It's the speed of radio. We can mm. get the story. We could be on air in 30 seconds. Yeah. They have to wait for a 24-hour news cycle to produce their news. Yeah. So the digital platform, it is the platform of now. It's a platform of the future. It's a platform of the youth. It does cost a lot of money, but once it's up and running, uh, we can set the pace. We can set the example. On that note, let us take an ad break, and when we come back, we'll unpack more about the uh, great VOC dialathon. Don't go away. Radio station, your radio station, our radio station, 91.3 FM and 95.8 FM stereo. 26 minutes after 10. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back to this uh, special broadcast, our official launch of the great VOC Dialathon. Um, and tonight we're chatting a bit about the transition of Voice of the Cape of, over the past two decades. Yes, it's important to dwell on the past, but of course, we want to focus more on where the station is going and what is the station's future. Uh, now, joining us on the line, we've got veteran uh, VOC presenter, probably one of the earliest voices that we ever heard on the station, uh, Shahida Kali. Shahida, Assalamu alaikum. How are you doing? Wa alaikum salam and 
Assalamu alaikum to your panel there and also our listeners. I'm good, alhamdulillah. Also very excited. And how are you doing? I'm well, alhamdulillah. It's so good to hear your voice again. Um, Thank you. First of all, tell us how do you think the station has evolved since the early days? What, what do you, uh, how do you see the station in its uh, uh, transformative years and how it's developed? Okay. Well, you know what? It just it brings me to someone saying to me right in the beginning when we were in our five days of Ramadan, our very first broadcasting days, and someone came up to me and said to me, well, they thought that we were only going to last six months and we would have run out of content and there would no way be, you know, a chance that we would be on the air for longer. Wow. And, and you know what, I mean, with Allah's mercy and greatness, here we are, you know, past 20 years and we, we are still going strong and I think we're now entering a new era which is so exciting. But I think I really just want to start with my, my contribution perhaps a little bit differently in saying we must acknowledge that we have the radio station because of the mercy of Allah and because of the goodness of Allah. So we need to see this radio station as an amana that we have been given, mm-hmm. given and we have a responsibility to actually do this. We have a responsibility when Allah gives us a gift to really show it up in the best of way and as a community we need to take ownership of that you know we need to really feel the joy and internalize that this radio station belongs to us Allah has given it to us so it is our duty actually to take it into an era of digitization and being greater than before so I'm very excited about that yes I've been very honored to be of the first voices that was actually on this radio and at that time you know it was hard work there were a few voices but we grew in in staff we grew in membership i mean people rallied around us so so there's been social growth you know in the most amazing way and and i find you know when we when we talk about informing educating and uplifting i really do think that we've been true to our uh, intent of informing and educating and uplifting and i'd like to add and say and i do believe that we've brought much joy to the lives of our listeners for me what stands out is if i if i just touch on some things that the that the radio has brought into the homes because that's where we belong and therefore people need to take ownership of the radio station because we belong in their in their homes and in their hearts the azan is heard in homes as never before the salah is performed and heard in homes as never before you listen to the tarawih and it is just wonderful and we really need to think of the person who's not able to go to masjid who's not able to move from their bedroom who might be sitting in a wheelchair and the value that it has for those people, it's invaluable. I think, you know, the vicar that we've made alive, but also the education in terms of religious education and secular education. Mm. And, and it just, and, and so this is, you know, what has been happening throughout 
the 20 years. Yeah. Um, for me, what, what stands out in my experience has been the Umrah that I've enjoyed with our listeners. It was about traveling with them, experiencing with them, praying with them, sharing with them, and sharing holy sites with them. It was really spectacular. Where I think I am at in terms of my program and going forward is when I think of of programs that stood out for me with, for example, the Names program. I mean, this is just amongst other programs, also based the Voice of Creativity, but the social issues and challenges that, in fact, is it is being discussed and we're having conversations about it because of the needs that are in the community. So we are guided by what is happening and what needs are there and that's what we speak about and that's what we will want to continue doing. We listen to our, our um, listeners and we want to give them what they need from us and more. And for me, in terms of the special programs that I have where psychology is a focus in, I just kind of feel for myself that it's the healing of hearts. And I, and I mm. think it's also about destigmatizing mental health and mental health issues, which is so important in our community where many people are experiencing many different types of stressors. Mm. You know, Andishaida, um, yesterday I actually got a call from an inmate at Malmesbury Prison, um, and he was saying, you know, that the inmates, they are so desperate to hear VOC, uh, especially in Ramadan. They say they've had VOC sort of on and off, but now over the past week or two, um, uh, you know, they've completely lost signal and they're kind of desperate because, you know, the prisoners are obviously very inspired by the religious shows that we have on air. Yeah. Uh, we often in the underestimate the impact that we have in the broader community, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I've, I will get feedback from people who will say, when I listen to your program, I mean, I'm just one small program, it's once a week, but people will say, I've been in, in, in a state of grief women who are under idda i've lost my husband and when i listen to this type of program it's like balm to my heart you can understand someone who is in a prison and they're wanting you know food for their soul and and really i just believe that we have the opportunity to give food to the soul of people more than we even doing now i salute the fact that there are quran programs that are so beautiful i mean you can just get drowned in it and just listen and listen besides the fact that we must acknowledge how vnc has been a stepping stone to so many people in terms of their career development um you know when we look at the night shift how people came mm. on board and followed their dreams. So VUC has spoken to the community in so many different ways that we can only ask and Allah to, to help us to be even better than before. And we have a responsibility to follow through with it. Andishaida, shukran so much for that mood point that you've raised. Um, and uh, thanks for your contribution. It's my pleasure. You're welcome. And all the best. And go. <laughs> it's like Viva. <laughs> That's how I feel this evening. Uh, hopefully you'll be here next Friday to drive the, t- the, 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 uh, the dial-a-thon. Inshallah, okay. I'm going to, to try my best to be there. Shukran so much. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam.
All right. So, yeah, that was Auntie Shahida. Certainly uh, very valuable points there, uh, you know, raised about the impact that uh, the station has had on the Muslim community. Uh, also a comment in the SMS, SMS line saying, or rather WhatsApp line saying, well done, Ihsan. Uh, du'as and absolutely the best wishes to VOC. Uh, perhaps uh, a comment from you, Ihsan, on, on what Auntie Shahida said? Auntie Shahida said such a lot of beautiful things. Um, I think that, um, well, I remember Auntie Shahida from... Starting when she started out, she was one of the, my presenters, you know, about 20 years ago. Uh, and that was during the elections, the local elections in 1996. So, I mean, she comes with a lot of experience and a lot of um, insight into, you know, into the history of, of VOC. And of course, uh, knowing where we're going to go into the future. And oh. I think it, it, it helps a lot having such a lot of quality um, presenters on Voice of the Cape. In fact, uh, before I think people used to think that Voice of the Cape was for the parents, you know, for the old people at home waiting for 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 um, for, for, for du'as and things like that. Mm. Um, I think Voice of the Cape has really transformed in the last few years. I think that the the quality of content is world class. You know, you can go anywhere in the world. And you will probably find that, you know, the type of presentations that we have on air is the type of presentations that you have anywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. I compare it to, um, I was interviewed once by um, Voice of America when I was in the United States and also by CNN um, for, for a clip of about almost 17 minutes. And I was watching their operation. Now, they've got the most sophisticated machinery in there. They've got the most sophisticated um, digitization, etc. But the one thing that I've noticed that the type of presenters they have, they do not capture the hearts of their audience. Mm. And I mean, if I just listen to Auntie Shahida now, she captured my heart sitting <laughs> here. And I'm sure she captured a, a million other people's hearts, you know, that listened to 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 the to the di- to the dialogue between yourself and Dijaida a few minutes mm. ago, so the difference between those presenters internationally and all those wonderful big stations that we see and uh, Uncle Shafik uh, mentioned all those uh, stations and how, how people own it, the one thing I think they lack, and I'm being very bold by saying this, is that they do not know how to capture the heart of the listener. It's one thing to capture somebody's ear. But to capture their heart, that takes a very, very special skill. Valid points, mm. yeah. Certainly yeah. mm. so some strong words. Um, Shafiq, you know, in South Africa, there's sort of this perception that the community radio means that you are less professional, that you're just an organization that, you know, aims to just keep people busy. Um, I think that's basically what we're trying to change. You know, that community doesn't necessarily mean that you are less important. Community just means that it's owned by the community. And when a person listens to radio, they don't necessarily, necessarily differentiate between commercial and community. They're simply t- tuning into the person that talks to them. No, that's that's uh, very very true, and um, I will echo what Ihsan has said. That um, sometimes I listen to to some of our, our people reading the news, and you've seen them grow into the job, and you think, but hang on a minute, you know, uh, that voice could could be on SABC, it could be on EWN, anywhere else. It's it's the match of it, and on some of the trips that I've I've actually gone. Um, overseas with NGOs and stuff to these troubled areas of the world. The beginning of the trip, they're looking down their noses at you and thinking, who the hell are you? 
And by the end of the trip, they're actually thinking, hang on a minute, these people are serious competitors. Mm. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, it is a stigma sometimes, but I can tell you one thing that um, wh what we've done here, that the stigma no longer applies. And if you look at people like Menager winning awards, um, some of our other journalists in the news team, Dorian, etc., all winning Vodacom awards. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is exciting. Uh, Let's not forget about you winning an award <laughs> in. Um, I mean, I was there in Dublin, in Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> I remember. Oh, <laughs> they yeah. gave you that okay. award, and I mean, that was for something you did in. I mean, they gave you an international award. So don't don't undermine yourself. Okay, but I mean, as I say, you know, I mean, I'm, but I'm very proud. Yes. You know, when I see, uh, the, you know, the work that um, people at Voice of the Cape. I mean, I, I walk in the building here sometimes because I'm not here permanently. People are working. They're working hard, and uh, that actually impresses me. And I know that other people who I know in the media are, are quite jealous of us, particularly that editor who says we scoop him on his stories. <laughs> All right, so um, let us take a quick ad break and when we come back, uh, hopefully we can link up with Auntie Sulayla uh, staying with us. And of course, we're talking about the uh, great VOC Dialathon, which is part of the My Future VOC radio campaign in which we aim to raise 2.9 million rand uh, for the development of Voice of the Cape. Um, and of course, before the break, we were speaking about the impact that the station has had on the broader community in South Africa and of course abroad. And certainly... Uh, uh, very important points made uh, about uh, the connection that VOC has with its listeners. And a man that certainly has a huge following in the station is Buddha Yusuf Fisher. Uh, he needs no introduction. Uh, Buddha Yusuf, assalamu alaikum to you. I know you're not feeling too well, but uh, shukran so much for making the time. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And uh, shukran to you for inviting me to be part of... Uh, this panel discussion. But Yusuf, so I think, you know, from your point of view, like I said, you're somebody that sort of um, made uh, real personal connections with people within our community and you've got s such a huge following. Um, uh, talk about the radio station in that regard and how it's become a companion to people, especially the elderly. You know, I always think back to my late grandmother who always, and I mean, she's, you know, similar to so many other um, elderly women in our community that have the, the radio station on 20 for seven um, and yeah. you can't change that dial because you know the radio station is a real friend uh, to them so how do you see that um, uh, that role well the thing is um, because when we started off it was that we focused on the people and of course the people in my my role was to focus on the elderly with my programs of the ages the golden hour and then also earlier on when I heard you speak about the prisoners, I also had the prisoners hour because those are yeah. the two programs that's been running the longest on this radio. Mm. It's the golden hour for the old people mm. and the prisoners hour. Now, just a very quick to say with the prisoners hour, it is not commonly known or not many people know about this, but... Uh, some time ago, I actually got a very positive review in the burger for the station, for this program, where uh, uh, one of these radio critics was uh, surfing the, the radio, and then she came across me busy with the golden, uh, sorry, with the prisoner's hour. Mm -hmm. And Kirin said in Afrikaans that we are giving the commercial stations a run for their money. Amazing. Now, that, is, that is something. Mm. We also mentioned that 
when I was doing this, uh, you know, the broadcast for the prisoners and people phoning in and so on, that was no dramatization. It was the real thing, and she was so impressed. So that is that is what we are doing. Mm-hmm. We are trying to be with the people and for the people. Mm-hmm. So yes, uh, and this uh, uh, also you're talking about, uh, or we are looking at wanting to going to the digital era now and so on. I can remember when we started off in the waterfront, there was no such thing as uh, CD players because CDs weren't out yet. It was only cassettes. <laughs> only yeah. cassettes. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think our youth know what that <laughs> is. I don't think young people know what that is. I think, no, yeah. No, yeah. they don't. Because everything was on a cassette. And uh, I'm talking about the ads and everything. And I had, we had a... a, a a technician, Yusuf Islam. Now, yes. he would sit behind the, the desk and I would go on this side and when I hear Yusuf say, Ya Allah, then I know that the cassettes fell over and now all the cassettes are mixed up and we don't know to start. <laughs> but that, that was how we started off, but of course, we moved on from there. Mm-hmm. And one of the highlights for me was, there were many highlights, believe you me, this, this station and this community has been great to me, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. One of the highlights for me was to be able to broadcast from within the prison. Wow. They are actually, are actually broadcast, and I was amongst the prisoners, and I broadcasted from the prison, and the thing that stood out for me of that broadcast was when we finished, it was around about doing, they took me into the prison cells where they have the Muslim cells, and because I was right inside the prison, and then it was there, and one of the gentlemen mm-hmm. went to go stand at the bars, the, the the window, but it's the bars now. This thing does mean the photo that you always see of Nelson Mandela standing at that window yes. with the bars. Mm-hmm. The gentleman was standing like that and was making the azan. Wow. I promise you, that was so, it was so hard really to hear that. So yeah, mm-hmm. those are the things that I remember. But you, and talking about the people, like you said, with your your grandma, what's name thinking that this is a station? Mm. All the all the elders they think like that. I mean, and alhamdulillah, when I get the letters, or I used to get letters also, or I get the SMS and WhatsApp, they will always tell me about being the companion. Many of them alone, and I'll be the companion. So and I feel, I feel, I feel great. I'm actually grateful that Allah has granted me that opportunity to do that. You mm. understand? Yeah. And and then just this one thing that one night uh, a parent already wasn't feeling too well, so her children gave her some medication. And when they walked past the room, they heard her talking to the radio, or they heard her talking inside now, and then they went to listen and she was actually saying to the radio, Tamar Peter Yusuf Ehanus Love. That's the connection they, they, they have with yeah. us. And Alhamdulillah, even with the money, with the, us now wanting to raise his funds, I'm telling you, the old people before they didn't know, because remember, there wasn't SMS, there wasn't WhatsApp, nothing was letters. Yeah, they yeah. didn't know they didn't have to pay for a question. They would put up in media pension, they would put a few rents in the, in the, in the letter for me for the, for, the, for the dedication. I have to tell them, no, you don't need to pay nothing. Man. But that is how the people actually love the station. So, inshallah, on the ground that we will be successful. I mean, to take the station even further because, as I said, we started with what cassettes. Mm. We, are now, we are now in another era, but we need to move forward because, as we've been told also, otherwise we're going to be silent. Mm. Because, uh, 
the, the rest of the broadcasters are moving on and we need to be on par or even better than them. Yeah, but you said we still have those cupboards and cupboards of old cassettes, eh, mm. of all the old VOC shows which we need to um, <laughs> yeah, digitize. So yeah, that's yes. going to be a mission in itself. What do you think has been your role or your influence um, you know, as one of these stalwart presenters on VOC? Well, I would think uh, the fact that we love the station mm. and uh, there were times when we would have to come in and do things at odd hours mm. because, uh, for example, we used to do things like, uh, you know, the Ola Barang An? Yes. That we would have a, a live broadcast, myself and Shahida. We would actually do that yeah. the whole night through for, for Eid. Mm. into the day to, to accompany the people with uh, you know, their preparations of their business and the two of us would keep them company. Or the other thing is just being there as um, it was myself. Three people that still around now from that time were well, myself, Shaida and uh, Shafiq, Shafiq mm. Morton. Yeah. All right? Uh, so the three of us, we're still around, and as you can see, okay, we can't see Shahida because I uh, see her head because, of course, being covered, but you can see on Shafiq and on yeah. myself that, yes, the, the radio station has left its mark on us. Yeah, certainly <laughs> Shafiq is completely white. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Shafiq, if, if, if you see in the studio, I remember Shafiq having an old uh, golf and he would come to the studio to, because he was the, the news editor then. He would come to the studio with his surfboard on the golf. <laughs> and he still does that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I remember that because he was, a, you can call it a surf bum. Surfer dude, yeah. No, no, those were great times. So, but the, the thing is, what we, I think, all of us did is, firstly, we loved the station. Mm. We loved what we were doing, and everything else came by the way. Mm. But the first thing was the love for the station, the love for what we were doing, and because of that, nothing was too difficult for us. Mm. Yes, it was. It was a difficult time because you can you can imagine we just started off. Mm. So. It was difficult, it was uh, things that were unknown, we were unknown territory for us, because there were times when people would say things and you don't know, should I cut the people, should I, you know, those kind of things. Mm. But yes, because we wanted to make a success of of the radio station, Alhamdulillah, and I think that actually carried us through, firstly, the love for the station, and then, of course, very importantly, the love for our community. That is why, you know, at times I would say people ask me, uh, the station has asked me, why do you give people so much time to send their messages? Mm. And I would always say to them, you know what? These people never had that opportunity. Never. Because yeah. before, it was some other stations, but not the station. Mm. They never had a station of their own. I feel a little proud you can speak and of course we have found that at the beginning stages everybody wanted to speak English that was another thing that I laughed at because you you know they fell over the words and so on and I would make fun of them I said look if you've got dangerous in them speak Afrikaans it's Mm. difficult to speak English but Mm. but yeah but uh, I think that was it that we made a connection with the people we connected with the people and of course we never forgot God, that we come from the people. Mm. So we were, we were part of the people 
ever since, and I'm humbling up till today. That is what's standing me in good stead. I think that uh, people still, still care and people still tune in, especially at night. Still, I still have my full tally of SMSs and WhatsApps and stuff coming through. So, alhamdulillah, it seems people are still interested in wanting to listen to me. Alhamdulillah, wow. Certainly beautiful words, Buddha Yusuf, and, and you can hear that passion still still resonates from you as well as all of the other presenters on air. Uh, shukran so much, and uh, 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 we wish you speedy recovery, inshallah. I mean, I mean, inshallah. So, uh, I didn't hear that last comment there, no, I was saying that, um, you know, certainly uh, a very beautiful words uh, coming from you. And hopefully we will see you next week, uh, Friday, for the Dialathon. No, inshallah, I will most definitely make myself available to be there and to help raise the money that we so desperately need. And yes, indeed, also an appeal from my side for all those that enjoyed us for the past 20 odd years. Canala, mm. it is now time for you to show that love in whichever way. No amount is too small or too big, but we need, we've never done this before, where we've appealed to people to help, to assist us and help us, but now we are doing it, and as you've heard, it's been put out so nicely by Ahmad and Amin and them, what it's all about. So, Kanala, you the listener, now we are asking you, Shalom of the Year, it is Kanala, help for us on the street to the dienst of the Year, Insha'Allah. Shukran, Buddha Yusuf. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam rahmatullahi wa Yusuf, they're already making that passion, impassioned call on the community to support. So, already uh, the first part of our half of our work done already. Um, so, yeah, I think it's it's time to wrap up. And I think in the last couple of minutes, we really need to unpack the technicalities of um, the great uh, VOC dialathon. Uh, perhaps, uh, Buddha Amin, do you want to speak to that? How is it going to work? Yeah. Uh, yes, this name. what will be happening is that the radio station will be making two lines available. Um, the lines will only be connected as from tomorrow morning. And so the, um, the numbers for the line um, will also then be broadcast. Um, people can contact uh, us, WhatsApps, um, telephonically to these two lines. Um, the um, people manning the line will be in contact with the studio. So the pledges will also then be announced on air. There will be from time to time liaison between the two centers. Um, so the lines and the operation of the lines will not be inside the studio itself. It will be outside of the studio, but the contact and the information will be flowing between the two centers. And obviously whatever pledges are made will then be broadcast over the, the air. Um, in terms of of how people can contribute. Um, once you've made your pledge, um, we will also give our banking details so that people are able to just deposit the money into the banking account. Or alternatively, they are able to bring the money to the radio station. As we know, um, if we don't have access to the um, internet facilities and all the technical things, yes, we will be taking your money at the radio station. And that is the only place where mm. money will be collected. And uh, no person will be asked to collect money on behalf of the Voice of the Cape. And when you do get, uh, when you do send your money to the radio station, make sure that you get a receipt um, for the money donated for this radiothon. Mm. 
Uh, but Ahmed, you know, perhaps, you know, with some people asking, you know, why should I support VOC? How can I get in? Uh, why should I get involved? You know, are there perhaps any incentives, you know, a little bit of sweetener uh, for somebody, you know, just, you know, wondering about that? No, of course, uh, we always have to uh, look at that and to entice people to commit also and 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 yes, we we don't want to do anything by chance, mm. but we want to incentivize people also. And um, there will be obviously we're looking at the seven nights uh, luxury getaway uh, value package at the, at the value of about twenty five thousand rand to Arabella. It's a six sleeper for uh, seven days, and uh, yeah, that will also be part of the whole uh, <coughs> concept of the dialathon. And um, there will be terms and conditions uh, for that, which will uh, obviously be um, announced. And I, I think Ixan will just elaborate on that for mm. me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, now I just wanted to add to, to that. It, will be, uh, it, it almost sounds like, you know, it, it's a game of chance here. You played something <coughs> and you win something. It's really not that. Uh, the terms and conditions that uh, Ahmad is talking about is it will be completely Sharia compliant. Hello? So that you know, people don't feel that they you know pledging something in order to win something. You're pledging something. It's not a lot. It's mm. not a lot. You're pledging amount of money. The legally means it's a promise that you make to pay a certain amount of money towards someone or an entity, which is in this case the Voice of the Cape. That's the pledge. And of course, we at the Voice of the Cape, we will be looking at how do we how do we now maximize um, the enjoyment for the for the people pledging. So we will be, uh, as Bita Ahmad said, uh, putting in some sweetness. I mean, one of it being the, the seven-night stay at the at the luxury uh, Arabella country estate um, uh, mansion for a week with your family. Oh. It's worth 25,000 rand. So, I mean, uh-huh. that, that's only one of it. We're hoping, as we continue with this process, that we will be also uh, giving people other types of, you know, prizes and incentives, you know, for being just part of this campaign. So, yeah, from my side, I know that we're going to wrap up now, but the idea is we want to make Voice of the Cape world-class. We want to produce excellence. We have produced excellence. And this, only this community can assist us to become world-class. Well, we have to wrap up. Mm. We're fast running out of time. Uh, just to reiterate, two lines uh, will be dedicated during office hours to take calls pledging uh, towards the drive. That is going to be uh, implemented or come into effect from 7 o'clock tomorrow morning and will be operational for the next week until uh, Friday the 1st of June when we kick off uh, the actual Great VOC Dialathon. So the numbers, uh, you can take down the numbers, but remember, only from 7 o'clock tomorrow will it be in effect. The numbers are 021-442-3527 or 021-442-3528. Uh, we will put it on our Facebook page as well. Uh, again, 442-3527 or 442-3528. And of course, uh, we officially have the Great VOC Dialathon next Friday night. More details in the coming days. Um, and as uh, we uh, have more information on how it's going to be rolled out, uh, do stay tuned to our Facebook page our insta page and of course uh, you can listen to voc 2470 year more updates on the great voc dialathon shukran so much to the team and to all the gentlemen in studio for joining me tonight and of course uh, thanks again to faldi and uh, sabiran rashida uh, who form part of the uh, dialathon team from myself tasneem wassalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh